Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well and staying healthy uh, during this time. Uh, it's been great here at Sports Performance. I've got a, a lot of fun things happening in the moment. Um, we've got some new programs coming out, and you know our team is stronger than ever at the moment. We're really uh, just trying to come up with um, better solutions, always improving on what to do next for clients. Um, for those of you who don't know, we spend a lot of time uh, during the week reassessing clients and, and really trying to figure out uh, the best way to manage people and help them stay healthy and active. And the, most of our topics come from the discussions that we have with our clients, but also the common injuries that we're seeing throughout the week. So today's topic is three solutions to conquer that uh, pinchy hip. So when we talk about um, the hip, uh, you know, most of the time, we have these topics because we're seeing a lot of specific injuries during a specific timeline. So uh, with, you know, people going back to, you know, weight training or running, uh, you know, in the middle of COVID or towards the end of COVID, however you end up, end up seeing this, we're seeing specific injuries popping up more and more. And one of those is a pinchy hip. So if you are one who maybe uh, worked in a specific environment, now you're actually at home more often. You're sitting, you're standing, you're, you're doing less things. You're lubricating those joints less. Now you go back to running or weightlifting, whatever it may be. Uh, that hip hasn't been used to that stress. So that's why we're talking about the pinchy hip. This is typically something that, uh, you know, that one of the telltale signs of this condition is uh, something called a C sign. Imagine if somebody has hip pain, they literally want to put their thumb on the front or the side of the hip. And what they do is they make this C position with their hand. And and that is kind of what we're talking about with this pinchy hip where they, they point to the front of their hip and they say, you know, every time I bend or I squat or I, uh, and I kneel to the ground or whatever it is, I feel like something sharp, achy on the front or the side of my hip. And we see this often with weightlifters and runners. And, you know, we wanted to talk about what tips can you implement very easily in your day-to-day that can make a huge impact. Uh, And we'll start right off the top. Um, Number one, you have to make sense or uh, understand what is causing the pinchiness. Uh, Most of the time we have clients who come in and they say, my hip just hurts. One of our first question is when? All, All the time. No, 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 no. There are specific movements that make it worse. And you may not know that. Our job is to point those out. So we're going to ask several questions. So one thing you can easily do is start tracking that. And there's always a common theme. Pain does not come out of nowhere. It is very predictable. And it's just finding out what exactly you need to figure out so that way you can get rid of it. Once we find that aggravating movement, 
you remove it or you reduce it and you don't keep picking at the scab. So for instance, uh, I have clients who say I have hip pain when I sit. Okay, is it in a certain position? Is it when you're all the way back in the chair? Is it when you're in the front of the chair? Is it in chairs that are low? So maybe you have bucket seats in your car and you actually say, you know what? Actually, driving is one thing that makes it worse. Uh, probably because you have a bucket seat or a lower seat, which means that your hip joint is lower than your knee joint when you're sitting. If that's the case, you have to boost where your hip joint is at the same level as your knee joint. So if you're sitting or you're uh, driving at the moment, you have to say, are your knees close to your chest or are they away from your chest where you're sitting nice and tall? One easy thing you can do there is you can actually add a pillow or something underneath your glutes or your buttocks, put it underneath so you can raise your hips up higher and that'll remove the pinching. Now you might say, well, I have pain every time I squat. That's correct. However, there is a depth at which you feel the pinching. It's not usually right away. There's usually a depth at which you feel it. And that's usually around the uh, 90 degree angle or where your hips start to meet your um, knee position. And so what we recommend is if that's the case, you're going to have to reduce how deep you're squatting for the time being. There's an interesting story uh, recently as uh, the author of this blog is Dr. Jason. And, uh, you know, he he wrote about this, I think, specifically because he was battling a little bit of the pinchy hip as well. So uh, and, and he and I had a discussion about this. You know, wh- what do you do to reduce that? You can take all the medication you want. You can stretch it out as much as you want. However, if you don't remove the stimulus, the one thing that keeps aggravating it, it will continue to bother you. Until you remove that stimulus, your pain's not going away. You have to realize that. I don't care how much medication or what stretch you're doing or whatever, or the most rest you can ever take. If you're resting and you're not exercising and you continue to move or sit in that deep position, you're always going to have that same problem. So uh, he asked me, you know, what should I do? We talked about some modifications to his training program. We talked about, uh, you know, timelines and, and ultimately we realized that at a certain depth is really where he started to feel that. So we just reduced his training program to be slightly above that. And I think it took him 72 hours to get out of it and then about a week and a half to completely go away. So, uh, understand this, this is the, the principles are there. It, it is really what's going to cause or make the biggest difference in your recovery. So understand the movement that causes the pinchiness. And, uh, and for some, it, it might not be that simple or very clear. And that's when you really want to start to seek help from experts or specialists within that area and just figure out, you know, how just I literally just need to tell you my story and help figure out where the culprit is. Where is this really coming from? And when you do that, that makes everyone's lives so much easier and you truly get to know and understand how to manage your body. Okay, so that was number one. Number two, uh, it is all about the glutes. Uh, the, the glutes or the glute muscles or uh, gluteus maximus, medius, and minimus. Uh, these muscles are your stabilizers of the hip. Now, uh, what really comes down to is your hip joint itself 
if you are having trouble with um, running or pounding or anything where you're putting a lot of weight through that hip, if you don't have the muscular support or the what I call the brakes, the things that reduce how much pressure go on that hip, for the hip, it's the glutes. So if you don't have those brakes or that suspension system that reduces the strain on the actual hip joint, you're going to continue to have joint-on-joint pain or you're going to have stabbing pain, whatever it is, the glutes are going to be your long-term support system. And it's going to help with low back pain and knee pain. So if you combine what's very, very common is that you actually have low back pain plus hip pain uh, and sometimes knee pain. And when you put all those together, it really comes down to uh, how do you have this long-term solution to be able to reduce all of them. And I think the glutes are going to be something really easy and basic that you can implement and it's only going to help. But ultimately, even if you strengthen your glutes and you don't find the culprit of your pain, you're going to be stuck in that same position. So if you do number one and number two, you're going to be in a solid position. And the last one is being patient with that pro- uh, that process. Uh, we've done several blogs in the past, and um, we've mentioned that understanding healing timelines is really important. So from 0 to 72 hours, you're going to have that first stage of healing. Then you're going to go to that two-week mark. Then you're going to go to that six-week mark. Uh, and then if it's not healed by then, you're really going to start to enter that three-month and hopefully not four- to six-month problem. And if you do, it's not permanent. It's just going to take you a longer time. So uh, ultimately, be patient. And if you understand that you don't keep aggravating the hip pinchiness over those 72 hours or those two weeks, you're really not going to even have to go into that next stage of healing. So you have to be, uh, you have to understand, number one, Grow those glutes and then be patient with that uh, recovery process. Uh, as I mentioned before, Dr. Jason and I just worked through, we, we caught it early. I think it was three or four days after he started to get it and we were able to reduce it um, in less than two weeks. So, uh, but, but that's understanding what the problem is and then identifying it, being patient, working on the glutes, and uh, ultimately just let it ride its course. Uh, don't try and expedite it. Don't. Uh, try and push past that pain. I promise you, you'll regret it and uh, you'll learn from it and never want to be in that position again. So if you have listened to this, you're listening to this podcast and you're shaking your head and you're like, yep, I've been there. Um, I don't want to do it. Perfect. That, that means you've learned from that situation. If you're listening to this and you have a little bit of that hip pinchiness and, and uh, you know, you're not sure what to do, I'm telling you, use these guidelines you know, partner with a specialist, figure out exactly what it is, how do you reduce it, how do you remove it, and then ultimately strengthen it, be patient, and you've got a really good equation. So uh, ultimately, don't let the the pinchy hip stop you from uh, living a healthy and active lifestyle. Literally, the the solution is movement, healthy movement, and and really, really balanced. Um, Last story, I had a client recently who started talking about uh, hip pain, and they were waiting for x-rays. And, um, you know, I simply asked, uh, when did it happen? He said, you know, it recently started out of nowhere. And uh, I can't even work out anymore. I can't uh, do lunges. I can't squat. I can't do anything. And this is uh, somebody in their mid-40s and uh, fairly healthy and uh, enjoy working out. And I said, uh, so what's been the change? He says, you know, there's really hasn't been much of a change. Um, I just got back into CrossFit. And, uh, you know, I'm I was feeling good for about three, four weeks. And when we started asking deeper questions, it turns out 
that he started to work from home during this whole COVID process. And he had been on a uh, in a job where he was standing, moving, sitting down, standing up, um, you know, going to make copies or, you know, whatever it is in his job. So he was actually getting movement throughout the day. And he said during these last three or four months that he had been sitting more uh, and his workstation environment wasn't as good as the one at work. And he said he really wasn't working out because there wasn't there weren't gyms available or open. So when we tracked backwards, we realized that he was sitting more, and he's a taller guy, over six foot, in a bucket seat where his hip is lower than his knee, wasn't standing, and wasn't exercising. So that hip joint was aggravated or deconditioned, and then all of a sudden entering CrossFit or weighted movements then aggravated his situation. So you have to see that he went from a limited lifestyle of activity to sitting to trying to get back into exercise too soon, too fast. So in his case, it was that he was lacking movement, sitting too much in poor work ergonomics and didn't transition back in exercise in a very systematic way. So these are just small cases, but there's always a reason why you have that pinchy hip. And uh, ultimately, it's really looking one to two months backwards and figure out exactly where that came from. And, you know, having these frank conversations are really, really helpful. And I, I think a lot of clients will say that and, and realizing, wow, I had no idea that this could have stemmed from that. And, and that's the reason why we do these blogs and these podcasts, because at different times when we say the same thing, it's just going to resonate with you differently because, you know, the information's always been there. It's just when you're ready to hear it or when it actually happens to you. So in other case, uh, thanks guys for tuning in. This is a, a great podcast topic. Uh, everybody goes through it at some point, myself personally. Uh, and then you just have to balance out uh, what you're going to end up doing to solve um, your current problem. As I mentioned before, you're always going to have something. Uh, some weeks it's uh, your knee pain. Some weeks it's your back. Some weeks it's your hip. Some weeks it's your shoulder. Some weeks your neck. Uh, you're going to continue to uh, go through several versions of uh, aches and pains. So I hope this one uh, gets you through this next uh, month or quarter or week or whatever it is uh, it is for you. So on behalf of the whole sports performance team, uh, I hope that you're hip is uh, nice and healthy and you're exercising and getting back into it during this weird time in this world. Uh, I hope you guys are staying uh, healthy and active. See you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.